Did you know that one in three women and one in four men experience or have experienced domestic abuse and violence? They are the victims of a society that looks the other way and just thinks it's none of my business, somebody else will take care of it. But so many have become victors as well. They've found their freedom and they're helping others. There's organizations out there to help people. Lots of us are speaking up to try and create more awareness. And there are some brave souls that are sharing their story. And that is what this Hope and Health series is all about. People are coming forward, whether they're involved in an organization that helps support people and families to try and get safety for everyone. And there's also people who've been there, who've experienced it, who are willing to share their stories so that if it's you or someone that you want to help or support, you won't feel alone. You'll know that we get it, we understand, we've been there. Everybody's story is unique, but we definitely want to help. Now, there are lots of links in the show notes as well. If you're looking for help or you need help, there's an online divorce resource group for people who are going through divorce, as well as a women's support group, Hope in Hell. And those are all online through Meetup via Zoom. You can click on the links and join us. Everybody's welcome. We just want you to know that you aren't alone. There's a lot of people out here who care about you and care about creating a compassionate world that is going to support you. And my guest today is Laura Phil. She's here to share some of her story. I also encourage you to check out all the links in the show notes because there's tons of information there available for you at whatever stage you might be in a divorce or a separation or trying to sort out some major life changes in your life. We have events, there's a magazine, there's newsletters, there's a blog, several podcasts, like there's over 70 now. So please go back and listen to these and find the help that you need. And I'd love to know if what I'm doing is helping. There's also a quick survey. Again, link is in the show notes and on the website. And I do want to hear how I can help you, where you're stuck and how we can help you in the best way. Let's meet Laura Phil now. Welcome, Laura Phil. This is amazing that we have finally found our schedules to line up and get you on the show. I'm so impressed and appreciative of the fact that you're willing to share some of your life story and your experiences as a way of encouraging other people and and supporting them. So thank you so much for being here and, and being so generous with that. I would really appreciate if you could tell the audience more about yourself, what you've what has brought you to where you are now and what you've created. It's it's really exciting. And I understand you're starting your own podcast too. So if you want to tell us something about that, please do. Yeah, so first of all, I would like to thank Dina for inviting me to your podcast to inspire more people because um, I know um, it, being in a divorce, especially in my culture, is really hard to tell, but I am here to inspire and make an impact to the people who are suffering from divorce and how they get out from that. So thank you. I appreciate that. And yeah, um, I just launched my podcast last Sunday so it's every Sunday um, it's not about like a typical giving you an advice but it's all about encouragement so this is uh, the title of the podcast is you deserve better love you so it's all about uh, for the dreamers and doers like me uh, to inspire them and make it sure that everything has a great balance because you deserve better and don't forget that 
we love you so much and including yourself too. Oh, Laurafel, that's beautiful. What a lovely message. We need more of that definitely out in the world. So thank you for creating that for everyone. And you have, I'm guessing, I haven't known you many, like a year, I think. Uh, Mm -hmm. That strength that you are sharing with others, that encouragement, would you say that that has helped you survive as a strong word, but keep your strength up, keep your momentum up, stay positive, stay strong, be courageous. Has that always been part of your life or it's something that you've learned? I learned a lot in my life uh, because before when I was like 10 years I am really like uh, like a child. Like I don't know things, but um, I I realize that everything happens for a good reason. That's why I am grateful who I am now, a better version of who I am. Like I called myself Lori Field 2.0. Uh-huh. <laughs> I learn a lot. I learn a lot from that lesson, and I'm so grateful why it happened to me, and that's why who I am now. I'm a stronger and resilient woman. And what an example, a shining example, you have a a very warm and encouraging energy around you that is, it's just, it's soothing, it's fun, it's vibrant. And I appreciate that. Like, it, it, it really does flow and ripple out to other people. What have you experienced that were some of the darker, tougher times in your life that you've gone through? that you've risen above and have grown from? That's a very good question, Nina. Um, when I was when I was like uh, before, like in immature stage, I didn't learn about the boundaries. I didn't learn about loving myself. And I am not aware that I should not chase people. So when I was at that time, like I am very like gullible. So like I easily believe um, what people are saying and then I just go from there although I have to compromise myself so I don't realize that it will impact to you to yourself and once you once it impacts yourself it will impact to other people too because you didn't even take care of yourself you didn't even take care of your mental health and then until you attract the same person that you are so I realized that in a very hard way especially in my marriage um I, I am into like, uh, how do you call it, in a honeymoon phase. Like all I can mm-hmm. see with a person is lovable, kind, all the positive things. But I never, I never listen to the people who I love that this is going to be your future. So in the dream, of course, don't listen to your family and friends. <laughs> but in love, you know, if you want to invest uh, to your partner, you should listen to them because they can see all the flaws about them, about the person that you are loving, and they can see that this person is good to you. And at the time, I miss that. I, I, I ignore what they're saying because um, we, have, we believe that Romeo and Juliet, right? So Romeo and Juliet, um, like they're both families are fighting for each other and just for the love. And I didn't realize, I thought it's the same thing in the marriage. <laughs> so... <laughs> And I really love there's this person, but he has lots of red flags and I just ignore it. And I just tell to myself, oh, he's going to change. He's going to change. He's going to change. But um, as time goes by, it gets worse. And then when I start to study about the human nature, 
that that's how it is. If you tolerate something, then it will because they're gonna be more complacent, right? They're gonna be more complacent. They're gonna get more because they knew that you're just there and love them. But that's not how it works. That's why I said it should be start by yourself, and you have to be strong. Um, teach them a tough love, or else you're gonna lose in your end. And at that time, I become greedy. I become sad. I'm become revengeful, and and I and I told to myself, this is not me. This is not. I should not please them. I should not. I should not tell them that. Okay, I'm gonna follow whatever you want as long as we're good. But by the end, you're gonna lose yourself, and mm-hmm. that's what I learned in my life. And because I said I am very pleasing person, so I want to make sure that I please them. But that's not how it works because the right person will come to you and they will treasure you and love you and who you are. So you should not change just for the other person because you have to attract whatever, whoever you are, maybe it's good or bad. So if you're a good person, you can attract the good person, right? But if you're a bad person, then it's it's the same thing. So it's a hard, it's hard because in my culture, family should be the number one. You should compromise things just to complete the family. But once you get mature, I don't care about the culture. I don't care. If you lose yourself, you have to let it go. That's very good advice. And, you know, Laura, when you talk about boundaries and the loss that you could suffer if you don't honor those boundaries, like you, you'd lose yourself and who, who are you? And is that something that you experience then? Right. Yeah. And one of my one of my boundaries there is you should be honest, whether it's good or bad. You have to be honest in able enable you to see the truth. Right. And because of that, I compromised that. And I did realize when I was younger that that is the most important one. If you have a values, you should not compromise that because that's you. That's mm-hmm. how you believe in. And that's how you're growing up. And I like what you say around honesty, and I'm going to unpack a little bit of what you said earlier when you mentioned being gullible. And I struggle with that because trust is something that there's an unwritten rule that in general, we should be able, we should be able to trust. And I had someone, you know, correct me, I guess, or call me out a little bit on when I said, oh, I'm too trusting. And this lady said, well, no, she said, we should be able to trust anybody in the, just in the beauty of how nature should be is that there's that unwritten rule that we should be able to trust. So being too trusting is kind of, shouldn't exist. And same with gullible. We should be able to trust people. However, it's not our fault if we are too trusting or gullible with those words it's a failure on the other party's side yes we're the ones that are hurt we're the ones that suffer for it but it's because of their uh shortcoming or they've failed to be trustworthy and i think that's um it's encouraging to think of it that way, that that's not a fault. So don't become jaded around it. But yes, there's boundaries. If you notice, like you were talking about red flags, what were some of the red flags that you identify that you were, that when you look back that you had been ignoring? 
uh, one of the red flags that I just realized if even the word narcissist that's uh that's the first time I heard it. I said oh my god these are all the checklists of narcissists right like when you're fighting to each other like persons is keep on telling that's why that's why I'm doing this because you're doing this right like it should not be like that you are it's not your fault why he acting like that it's never your fault because sometimes we feel bad we feel guilt because uh the other person telling us that's why i'm doing this because you did that right so we should not be accountable to what they've done to you right because it's our responsibility okay if we make mistakes we want to make sure that we will be accountable to it it should be not being reactive but you have to be proactive on what other people might say and the, another red flag is that um they will says that nobody will love you but me so more on manipulation so mm -hmm. i've been in that box that nobody will love me because of who i am i am very i am very bossy <laughs> I'm very bossy. I am very like dominant. Like I want to do this now. I want to make this work. I want to get done now. Right. But this is who I am. So people should love you not only on the best of you. And also they should love you on the worst of you. Because that's who you are. Right. So if they told you that. That's why nobody loves you because this is who you are. Then you have to Ooh. let them go. Mm -hmm. They are not the right person for you. That's very good advice. Now, you also mentioned that there were red flags, that there this you recognized later this person was a narcissist and, you know, checked off all those characteristics. Can you give us an example, whatever you're comfortable sharing of some of the some of the things that you experienced that were, you know, in that relationship when you know, you look back and think, oh, those were really bad. Yeah, um, because in my past relationship, I'm very comfortable to say it now because I know I am on the truth. Um, um, he cheated on me. So, and then I said, we have to make this work. I want to see what is the root of the problem. And then he said, because it's my fault. Okay, I have my fault. What is that fault? That fault is I... Um, I neglect myself. Yeah, I really neglect myself. And um, that's why if you're married, please don't lose yourself. Whatever, how they met you, if you're really pretty, you have to stay pretty. I know it's hard because you're taking care of your kids, you're taking care of your career, and you take care of your spouse. But you should never lose yourself, especially if you're a woman, because men are very visionary, like a visual, right? So they're not seeing you as being a good person, but also in the physical. So yeah, I lose myself at that time because I'm, I focus not only myself, but to other people. So at that time, I never take care of myself. That's why he's looking for the other person, which is prettier than I am. And then I, like, I don't go to the gym. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, kind of fat at that time so she so he cheated on me because of that and then it gets worse because I forgive him I said okay it's my fault it's my fault it's my fault and I didn't realize that cheating is a choice 
We're going to get right back to our conversation with Laura Phil and hear more about her story. But please consider how important it is that when we share our stories, we give others courage, we give them hope in whatever situation they are in and help them to find safety and and lead a life that is free of fear. I encourage you to consider sharing your story in a book that I am collecting stories for. Now, there's no cost to be involved. All the proceeds of the sales of the book will go to organizations who support people in these situations. And you don't have to be a professional writer. There's lots of ways that you can be involved. So I really encourage you to check that out. The link is in the show notes. And also check out some of the other episodes in the Hope and Health series. They're also on our YouTube channel. Now let's get back to our conversation with Laura Phil and, and hear more about her story. Because if you really love the person, they should tell you that, oh, my dear, looks like you're losing yourself. But why now? You know, it should be have a conversation. And at that time, he don't have that communication skills. So I know that I could I should change myself to being a better person. That's why communication is very important to the couple. So I tolerate that because as he said, that it's my fault. Then two years later, it happened again. So there's another reason why he, he it happened again. As I told you, I'm gullible. So I'm easily listening to him because he said that I don't have time for him. I have more time in my business. So I tolerate it again because I um, he said that it's my fault. And then two years later, it gets worse. So he went into substance, which is the illegal drugs. And he said, okay, I have to stop it now. I think I'm not the I'm not the one who has the problem here. He told me that's why he's using that illegal drugs because he said that I neglect him. I neglect him as being his wife. I neglect him because my priority now is my business. I am all about my business. I'm all about my kids. I neglect him. And then that's the time that I have to step back. I said, wait a minute. I have this kind of business because for you to have a better future with you and with the kids. And then it shattered. I sh- it shattered myself because it feels like, why, why am I doing this? This I don't deserve this. I don't deserve this. I know I deserve more. I know that this is not me losing myself because... He keep on telling me this is all my fault. That's why me, I, and then I, you will just realize yourself that, okay, I have to step back and then I have to make a decision now. Although it's hard, I don't care what other people might say because I know in myself that it should not be like this. Having a couple or having a relationship should give you, should give you a better person, not being a worst and for me, I feel bad because I make him worse because as what he said, it's all my fault. And how horrible that must feel. You've already been hurt by the cheating and then now you're being told it's your fault. And then yeah. does it again and you give him another chance and does it again. Like, I, I just can't imagine how destructive that must have been, how painful to live with that. It is. It is. It's human nature. It's it's a human nature. It's psychology. If they knew that 
you are always there for them. They don't care if they do something until you have those boundaries that I should not tolerate this from the very first start. Because mm -hmm. me, only my focus is to make the relationship work. Would you say that that's part of your culture? You mentioned earlier that your culture impacted some of this, and I'm I'm curious to hear more about that. That is, that's unfortunate, but yeah, it is. It is part of our culture. Uh, in my culture, women is should be the foundation in the house. So if the women give up, meaning it's woman's fault, but how can you, how can you make the relationship work if the only one which is the foundation has no support and no roof on top of it to make this work. And I have like a thousand in my community, like when they, when they, when they knew that I was in divorce, they disgraced me and said, maybe you did do, maybe you didn't do everything. Maybe, maybe you're the, it's your fault. That's why it didn't work. And I said to myself, I don't need to explain myself because I am happy who I am now. And I am happy that I have a peace of mind now. Wow. I admire your courage in doing that. To be in a culture that you've been raised in, you've grown in, you, you married into, you've had, that's the culture that is you. It's part of your identity. And now in a, in a time that you need that support, you've been hurt and you have realized that you've lost yourself. You now have stepped away from what was hurting you and you are happier, you're healthier. And now you're being shamed and disgraced for, exactly. for that. Yeah. And I learned that the, I don't care what other people might say because they will not take care of me. I am taking care of myself, especially my mental health. My mental health two years ago is not good because of how he feeds me, how he feeds me that I, it's all my mistakes. It's all my fault. It's all my responsibility. Why my marriage not work, but it's not until the other people, until the person who really care for you told me that, no, it's not your fault. And that is my open eye. Like, Oh my God, for the past decade, I've been with with my past relationship for over 14 years, I just have an open eye that, oh yeah, I knew it. It's not my fault. He, This is his decision why he did that. So that's why if you have a community that believes in you and really knows on who you are, they will, the one will save you from those mess. I think this is such a powerful message that you've shared because it's so important to let people know they aren't alone that they aren't to blame when these situations are like that, even if their culture is telling them, you know, I mean, that's the value system that you're raised in. And it's very hard to come up against that or to question it. It's traditional. It's been around for hundreds of years. And to, you know, I, I have kind of a similar, I mean, a culture around a very religious upbringing and that kept me locked into a bad situation thinking, you know, this is, this is the values I've been brought up with. You make it work. You don't get divorced. And that felt like such a failure. And there's a lot of negative stigma around divorce in many cultures, but it's very interesting to hear how 
you know, the structure of yours where the, the woman is to make it work and to sacrifice everything to make it work, including yourself. And you recognize that this was happening and you notice the difference when you got out and, and it was, it was noticeable enough. You felt strong enough to resist that shame that was trying to be laid on you, that, that disgrace. And, and, and then what did you do once, once you left that situation? You've become very successful. I'm really impressed. I want people to hear this because this is a story of, of hope. Thank you. Actually, my company was born because of loneliness. So I keep on telling that to my colleagues, like, you know, my company uh, built because of loneliness. It should not be like that, right? <laughs> you should be happy. But my business is like my escaping place that, okay, this is only the place that I that understand myself. And I didn't realize that, oh, it's all about myself. I have to understand myself because I'm talking to myself, right? So that's why I built my podcast too, because sometimes I'm I'm talking to myself in the car. <laughs> and then <laughs> I said, why should I put it in the podcast instead, right? Yes. But anyways, uh, go back to the topic is that um, nobody will help you but yourself. But you have to rejuvenate. Me, um, before I make a big decisions like that, that, okay, I have to separate this type of relationship, I, I step back and I meditate a lot. And I think of myself that who, who really Lori Phil is, who really she is, who is she really? Like nobody knows who is, what is her worst? What is her best at, right? So I meditate a lot and rejuvenate a lot and I hire a life coach just to make me feel better. So I improve myself, not improving the relationship, myself, right? Because you have to attract who you really you are, not who you really want, because that's not how it works. So I step back a bit, rejuvenate, have some break. That's how I went back in the Philippines to realize everything, because that's where I'm from, right? And then I said, if I cannot take care of myself, how can I take care of my kids? How can I take care of my employees? So it's all about self. So I did some lots of intoxication. That's how we called intoxication, like taking off all of the one, the thing that you absorb and then filter all the good things that you should deserve. So that's what I took. And after that, okay, I keep going. Because sometimes we have to rejuvenate. I Before, I don't know what rejuvenate means. My life coach said, you have to rejuvenate yourself. I said, what is that? Is it a peeling of the skin? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> so now I understand what rejuvenate is. So you have to step back, enable you to get back to yourself. And you have created a business where you are now helping other people gain employment and skills and confidence and autonomy, like independence, it's it's really amazing. Can you tell us more about what you've created? Yeah, um, because my business model in my company is the life of an entrepreneur. I'm I'm an entrepreneur as well. So, um, can I tell the company name? Yes, of course. Please <laughs> okay. do. Okay, so my company name is Canadian Inc. Canadian means Canada's janitorial. So it's all about a residential and commercial cleaning. And as I mentioned, it's my it's a business model of an entrepreneur. So I start my business in residential, 
And then since the business, my ideal clients are business owners, they have offices. So I add up the services uh, of commercial. When COVID hits, I cannot control the residential. They're all closing up. So I have to be with myself. And the only companies that never close is the construction. So I open up the post-construction cleaning. And then since this uh, business owners is moving in and moving out, I add that services too. And then when during COVID hits, they cannot go outside. They cannot, but I want I want them to see the outside. So I open up the window cleaning because I want them to see what's uh, what's in the outside, especially the seniors. So I open that too. And then the carpet cleaning. And then I just open up the appliance repair because there's a lot of opportunities in the house, especially the appliance. Like they keep on complaining. My, my oven is not working again. I said, okay, I have to help you on that. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's incredible. Yeah. Full spectrum service. And you recognize needs that people had. They already trusted you in whatever capacity you have entered their home or are working around them. And then now you're just an obvious fit when you offer those other services that, that you'll be the go-to. Yeah, because my brand name is we make your life easier. So I know it's hard to trust people. Where can you find this? Where can you find those? I said, okay, so since I'm already here and I, I have some set of skills, why don't you just hire me? And then I can do everything. Right. Mm -hmm. So and there's a lot of opportunities. You just be noticed the unnoticing things. Like me, I am very grateful. I have my business right now. And there's a lot of opportunity inside the house. Yes. Right. So I just make it as an opportunity to, to solve the problem that you have in the house in the house. So that's why I build those businesses to help and them out. And I think the message of hope too is that even though you came from a place where you felt like you had lost yourself, like you were you weren't taking care of yourself. You didn't really know who you were, your purpose. You were being told you weren't good enough. And you came from that place of hurt and pain. And, and look what you've done. You, yeah. I'll use your word, rejuvenate. You have rejuvenate. You've rebuilt your strength and your courage and are open for opportunities. And, and really you're, you're just glowing. Like, um, and, and growing. There's so much that you've done and accomplished. It's, it's really impressive, Laura Phil. And I thank you for sharing this message of hope and really excited to check out your new podcast. I encourage people to do that. We're going to share in the show notes, your contact information, uh, your website, your, um, in any social media, as well as a link to your new podcast so that people can find you and learn more about you. And, uh, I really appreciate that. Now, I bet you've got some amazing uh, advice or encouragement to share. What would be your top piece of uh, advice that you want to leave with the audience today? My piece of advice is you have to keep going on whatever you get started. So I came here in Canada starting with no money. I never spoke a word of English, but only I brought is myself and my dream. And I believe in myself that I'm, I will make it come true. That's the first one. And the second one is don't lose yourself just to other people. I know you will not understand right now, but you will understand in the end. Because once you lose yourself, 
you're gonna lose everyone and you will not be happy on who you are like me even they're laughing at my accent and they said well this is who i am how can you change my accent english is my second language <laughs> so <laughs> you should love me love me or hate me <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah so that's how people love me and i that's why i attract them because on how authentic i am that's why never lose yourself and that's who you are if you can if you can walk like a like a caterpillar don't change it because that's who you are right so don't don't please others just and don't change just the other people says that you have to change because that's who you are but if it's like a bad thing like uh for example you're being rude right and other people told you of course you have to change those things because you will not grow if as what they said um if you have a flat tire wherever you go you you cannot go wherever you go does that make sense <laughs> yes it's hard to drive if you have a flat tire that's true so if somebody tells you you have a flat tire fix it so that's what you're saying if if, yeah. if it's legitimate and you you take that advice in and and consider the source you know, did it come from a caring place? They want to help you to do better then really honestly think about that. And it might be something that you could grow or improve on, but don't, yeah. don't completely lose yourself is what you're saying. Yes, that's right. See, that's why sometimes English is complicated. It is, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that. So keep going and don't lose yourself. Thank you, Laura. Phil. Oh, this has been so fun to spend time with you. And I'm really happy that my audience is able to now know who you are and they can reach out and contact you and, and also check out your podcast. Thank you so much, Lina, and enjoy the rest of the day. Always remember, be happy. <laughs> I love that. Hopefully you heard something today that helps you wherever you might be in life. Do you have questions or a suggestion for a topic you want to know more about? Let me know. Check the show notes for all the contact information. Follow this podcast and find us on social. Know anyone who might find this information helpful? Be a friend and share it. And hey, thank you for hanging out with me today. Keep smiling that beautiful smile. The world needs your sunshine. It means a lot that you spend this time with us and meet our experts and professionals who can help you through whatever life changes you're facing. Please refer to our terms of service available on our website, lifechangesmag.com. The link is in the show notes. Our disclaimer, Divorce Magazine Canada, Life Changes Magazine and Channel, and Divorce Resource Groups are intended to educate and provide quality, credible resource information. The contents should not be used as factual until consultation with the appropriate professionals for any guidance. Divorce Magazine Canada, Life Changes Magazine, and Life Changes Channel, as well as the Divorce Resource Groups, do not constitute endorsements for nor liability for any claims made in the presenting of this information.